Hello, nerds. Welcome to the Superhero Hour Hour. This is the only show on the internet where we talk about every live-action television show based on a comic book or a comic book property. I am your host for the evening. My name is Taylor. We're going to be walking you right on down to the creek bed of comic book television. We're going to get our rod and our reel. We're going to cast our lure right into those deep, deep waters of superheroes, etc., and we're going to watch that little lure. As soon as it bobs down below the surface, we're going we're gonna to reel that bad boy in there and present it up to you so you don't even have to get wet. That's what we do here. We just distill it and present to you only the finest creek-to-table fish products. And make sure that you're not wet. That is the one thing that I want to make sure to you listeners that you are not wet through any of this. With me as always is Mike. I'm here to make everybody wet. <laughs> you always do, my friend. Yeah. Greg's not here, so you're going to be the subject of all of my compliments this week. I love it. Fuck Greg. Greg dead. Also with us is Ryan. And I will also be getting some compliments. Uh, we'll see. Probably not. And we have a very new person, which is new <laughs> to me. a very new person, a little <laughs> baby. We have a very new person. He's a little. He's in swaddling clothes. His name is Survivor Phil. Hello. Hello. I'm glad to be here, and um, I'm glad that everybody now thinks I'm a very fast learning to speak baby. I would say well, that for an adult, kind of stupid, but for a baby, <laughs> oh, yeah. God. That's why I had to mess up my sentence there. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a real look who's talking scenario here, and Phil, you may not know this, but uh, in the past, I've had been prone to uh, stumble. Uh, <laughs> To uh, not to not speak so good, but as I said last week, uh, I quit quit that job that I didn't like. So now I have fully committed myself to being good at podcasting. Starting now, starting right now, and I'm going to be a real son of a bitch about these timers as well. I'm, I'm going to crack down. You guys have had the run of the roost for the entire time we've been doing this show. Greg's not here, and so I, this is the week I'm cracking down so that he doesn't have to see this hard part of me. You're jumping from creek metaphors to farm metaphors. Just fucking pick a lane. Well, it's all rural setting, Mike. That's true. Get off my fucking Stick to back. your brand, you yeah. goddamn hick. Survivor Phil, why do people call you Survivor Phil? Uh, I host a podcast all about Survivor. So I do, it's called The Survivor Specialist. We're over on YouTube, we're on iTunes, we're on all that fun stuff, and... That's why I get called Survivor Phil. Although I think tonight is the first time I've ever been called Survivor Phil. Really? Around the every pop filter board meeting that you've been discussed, you are Survivor yeah, no. Phil. I, I fully thought that that was your full name. No, no. I thought it was a question. Like, you have to choose one. Survive or Phil. <laughs> oh, Which no. will you do? Everybody would choose Survive. No, not me. Nobody wants no, to Phil. Everybody I'm, would. I'm well, everybody's Phil. curious about the Phil option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just this little baby who can talk kills you. <laughs> he just slowly strangles you to death. And again, I'm... Um, Little, littler than us, but not little for a baby. We're no. talking about a very smart, very fat baby. A little yeah. chunky boy baby. Yeah. yeah, he's a chunky, chunky boy. There's another very big boy that we will be talking about later when we get to the Umbrella Academy. But uh, he's the only big boy in the room at this moment. Uh, should we, oh, Phil, one more time, <laughs> what was the name of that, that podcast? That the Survivor Specialist. Go, go listen to The Survivor Specialist. We'll talk about that more at the end of the show. But before we get into the, the nitty-gritty of this show, we need to bring up one very quick news announcement which is that we found out today that winona erp season four is not filming oh yeah because their production company just doesn't have money there's a lot of shows that aren't filming right but not that when they're supposed to be like all the actors are like well going to work tomorrow no i'm not nope yeah like uh melanie scarfano or however you say her last name, uh, was just like, yeah. yeah, she was like, yeah, we're supposed to be filming right now, but we're not, and I don't know why. <laughs> and apparently IDW, the company that 
owns the show just has like mismanaged their finances and they don't have the money to pay for production at this point. It's ironic because growing up, I always heard when there's trouble, you call IDW, but now they're the ones in trouble. Wait, I thought IDW. UDW? IDW. Oh, you IDW too? (laughs) Um, Yeah. that's the like most interesting point is that this is not sci-fi's fault. Right. Sci-fi buys a show and you get to watch it on lots of different channels in lots of different nations. Yeah. Well, I think it's just one channel per nation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, IDW's out of money. And the scary thing about this, I think, is that they say the story will continue. We're just not sure how. Oh, we got to read a goddamn comic and book. And when they say that, we're reading comics. Our uh-huh. shit is based on comics. It does not mean we read comics. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to read. Fucking it's been so long. Let's start up a Kickstarter or yeah. just like a Venmo. No, go fund me. You don't have to give it back. Oh, <laughs> a Venmo. That is easy. Yeah, let's just Venmo the creators of the show and be like, hey, uh, one Winona, please. And I mean, But I mean, I think that they wanted to be Marvel, right? Marvel with Iron Man said, let's just do this ourselves and then blew the fuck up. Yeah. So IDW said, let's not sell the license let's make the thing and you're a fucking independent comic book company like i can't believe they still had money for seasons one through three yeah like do better idw is not even part of like the big five independent no right i would say it's probably number five it's number five yeah so somewhere in there i think they're they're like between five and seven, probably. Because it's only a number for that. It's Marvel, DC, Image, and then it's like Top Cow, Dark Horse. But those are all bought now, Dark Horse, and then yeah. it was like Boom and Dynamite. But Boom went to Dynamite, so I'm not sure if that's still two different things. I fucking hate you. That's all, we're not talking about this anymore. We're moving on. We're gonna be talking about Doom Patrol later. Right, before we get to that, but wait, hold on. Before you go, are we going to? Because this is like our most beloved show, right? Yeah. Yes. This is not a joke. I promise. Okay. This is I, a real I, I, there's fire in my eyes. I told you I'm gonna be a real son of a bitch. What about 2002 this meme are you gonna reference now? And typically, comic books based on anything are awful. As we know that TV shows based on comics are awful. Are we going to read issues and review it? Like, do we have that much loyalty to Winona? Uh, I don't. Yes. I, I think by review it, just over our 3 a.m. Denny's that we have weekly, Ryan, I'll just read it and tell you about it. When I found out why it happened and what happened, I would, I would say that like, we've got an 80% chance there will never be another episode. Yeah. That's a real bummer because Winona Earp is arguably the best show that we watch and our favorite. So... Possibly, R.I. Possible to Winona Herb. Now we're going to move on to the super serious shishy bullpen and have a little fun with some buying and selling. Now we're here in the super serious shishy bullpen. This is the part of the show where we don't talk directly about an episode of television that we watched, but we just uh, we do a little bit of other superhero business. It's a little fun. Just let it happen. Don't worry about it. This is the part of the show where like, if you're wearing that kind of shirt, you just pull one of the shoulders down. You yeah. know, expose a little shoulder. Yeah. It's it, fun. It's versatile. Mm-hmm. This week we're doing buy or sell, which as we all know, it's just like the New York Stock Exchange. I'm going to read out for the three of you a list of uh, some different scenarios. And you guys are going to tell me, do you buy that happening or do you want to sell? So if you think that it's going to definitely happen, you're going to want to buy it because it's only going to shoot up. Uh, if you think it's a dud question, sell that shit off because that's how you get rid of bad mortgages. Now, moving on to our first buy or sell. Buy or sell, the Umbrella Academy relying totally on the music scene to get by. Buy. It, I mean, it's what they're good at, for sure. Do, are they going to have one in every episode? I would love uh, just a little music video every app. That I'd buy the shit out of that. I, I think that they... 
Maybe I am. I can I split on this one? Is there a not buying or, show? Watch. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the or on this one because they did do it very well. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna keep going to that well because I don't know. I don't know how much confidence I have in this show yet to know that they have other things in their pocket. We should just like we're gonna talk about this show later, but we'll just let's just also talk about it now, right? Yeah. So. Um, I it was it was the shining moments from at least the first episode, um, and I think they knew it. Like even oh, when yeah. they were making it, mm-hmm. they knew that that's where they were. I bet I bet we get one per episode. Uh, probably, but I'm gonna sell because I think they have more than that. All right, I'm I'm gonna if stand I'm tall. So we have one buy, one sell. Stand tall. Phil? I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it because I really Ooh. think watching that first episode that was really the only part of it that I could get behind. Do you think that one of them will be set to singing in the rain and they'll all be okay because they got the academy to keep them dry? I've ne- His face is so stony right now. We're moving on. Next do you think they'll up. do Rihanna? All right, go ahead. Uh, buying or selling more dance montages in both <laughs> shows. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Uh, we're just going to skip this one because we already did. Yeah, well, it's who, nice when you pre-read your notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do yeah, we think would that. win in like a, what was that show? ABCD, ABDC? America's Always be dancing. <laughs> America's best next top model dance partner with the stars. ABDCU, America's best DC character at dancing. Who would win at a dance-off between these two shows? Vibe, because he used to be a break dancer. <laughs> but, and not on the show. And not on these shows. Right. I should have mentioned at the top that this is uh, Umbrella Academy and Doom Patrol specific. Probably. Yeah, and this is you being good at podcasting now. Yes. Wow. Cool. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> so, Thanks. Are you still going to compliment him or no, can we switch what? it to me? I've, I've revoked that. It's all going to God fail damn now. It. Because I'm ready. you know what you fucking did. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Your next buy or sell. Buy or sell Doom Patrol being able to pull off the more sophomoric types of weird throughout the season, such as a farting donkey. It makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> okay. This is hard because... Um, this is why I don't like Mike. <laughs> why? You just make weird noises. I was just agreeing. Mm-hmm. But in the weirdest way. I'm being encouraging to a friend. You're like the sassiest Pillsbury Doughboy that's ever lived. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, I think that they're going to be okay at the weird. Period. Yes. yes. But when they start making farts, I mean, <laughs> that's when you nope. are alone in the room. I'm buying it. I'm already laughing. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully on board. They're selling it so hard. We'll talk about that more later as well. But yeah. Wait, they're selling it? No, they're selling, they're selling it. They're selling their own show. <laughs> they're, they're selling it, and I'm fucking buying, baby. So you will not, you're, you will say hi to that show and not buy, but sell. I got lost. <laughs> you confused me. Phil, what are you, how are you feeling on this one? I'm, Phil, I'm say anything else. Phil, say anything Phil else? Phil, literally right. just speak to me because I can't okay. stand these two right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell the donkey farts. I really loved the Doom Patrol. <laughs> how much? How much for a dozen? Oh, my gosh. I, I, I wouldn't even sell them for like more than a dollar for a dozen. I, oh. I thought the donkey fart was just way too far. I was so into really? that show. Really? You, you were, like, were you on board up to that point? I was episode? on board until the and donkey then, farted. And, and then, then I was just... There's too much going on at one time. Is that enough to like set like or I guess buy you on the show? I don't know how to do this analogy anymore. <laughs> but but are you off the rest of the show because of that? No, I'm still on the show. I'm just going to pretend like the last ten say Alan Tudyk shows okay. up on the bus and then it ended. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys did you guys notice what color that fart was? Green. Do you know what color Shrek is? Money. <laughs> do, you, do you know what animal farted? Donkey. Yeah, it's all connected. <laughs> We're in the Shrek shared universe. <laughs> 
Somebody. All right, so we've got a couple buys and some couple sales on that one. We are taking notes of all these, and we will check in later in the season to see who is correct. Maybe Shrek was just German, and he was always thanking people. Okay, that's not how you pronounce that. It's yeah, not? but he's slang. He's slang, dude. He's from the streets. <laughs> Donkey. Oh, I thought you said he's slaying. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, he slays that. No, I am slaying. All right, your next one. Buying or selling one to two new Crazy Joan chain personalities on an episode. Oh, my God. I'm I'm going to sell Taylor as a host, but I'm buying. Yeah, I think we're going to meet. Because she has 64. We met three in the pilot. I think we're going to meet. I expected more in the first episode, honestly. Slow roll. Meet a couple every app. Is Diane Guerrero an actress that I like? Is she the best hire for 64 different personalities? I've seen her do one across the other three shows I've seen uh-huh. her before. Yeah, she did that one. Uh, and I like that one, which I did not see in this show. So she's got at least three. No, I think other actresses. And I'm also a big fan of the, the one thing she can do. Uh, we'll see. Maybe she'll grow into it. And the other thing, too, is that I think we've talked about this a little bit before. Like when you have a guy who has water powers, then you figure out how to do that CGI. And then you sort of just keep going back. It's not exactly copy paste. Right. But you do use the same computer effects. Are they going to figure out 64 different ways to show these powers? Because that feels very expensive to me. Yes. Yeah. But a lot of them, if they're just like mind powers, she could just be like. I'm also glad you're all shedding a light on this because as somebody who this was my first Doom Patrol experience. Mm -hmm. I'm admitting that now. We all have one. I had no idea that she I didn't know that it was 64. So this is good to know. Yeah. This was also my first introduction to Doom Patrol. And the, I'm I'm buckled up for what she's going to deliver for us for the next sixty one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are she, are you keeping track, and are they keeping track? Uh, I think um, no, and no. Like uh, with Nico's wand, are the Runaways writers keeping track that like she doesn't use a spell twice, and are they do they know what Crazy Jane's powers? are? I just assume there's a wall covered in a whiteboard, and they just write it and then cross it off when they use it. So, so you think that they have a predetermined list already? Yeah. Well, I mean, Crazy so, Jane, this isn't my first go around on the DP train. Okay, you're talking so about So, Crazy on. Jane, <laughs> okay. they know no, all of just hers. let it go, let it go. They know all of her personalities. Let's I, let it go and turn it into a drop. Oh, okay, so you're talking about that. I thought you were talking about Nico's staff. And I was like, why are you no, building that, a list be... first? And why not just write Because <laughs> I'm a bad used? planner. Yeah. Do you wish that it wasn't 64 powers and just N64 powers? Like she could throw Banjo-Kazooie at people? That'd be awesome. I, uh, one month ago, plugged in an N64 that an old roommate left to me. And right. immediately... Left to you? Like yeah. in a will? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dearest Taylor. Um, we, Is he in the Civil War? <laughs> yeah. We turned it on and played 30 seconds of Nintendo 64 yeah. Mario Kart before it went and then the whole thing just like smoked and blew up. So that's my experience with Nintendo 64. Your next buy or sell is buy or sell both of these shows going on for nine or ten seasons because nothing ever gets canceled. Selling. Sell. Selling hard. One of them gets canceled in a month. Well, DC what's it called? DC, DC Universe. U? Universe. Uh, we don't know their reputation, right? They did right. pick up Titans yeah. so they're one for one. And this seems to be better than Titans, or at least better received. And Netflix's reputation was keep everything for as long mm. as possible until the whole Disney Plus right. Net, uh, Marvel calling. The argument is they have their own superheroes now in the Umbrella Academy, so they don't need Marvel. Which you can see in the meeting. They were just like, we have our own superheroes yeah, it's now. It's real bitchy reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think this was like one of their, this had a better rating than Marvel shows for people who checked in. Yeah. I, I, which is insane. 
I think that Umbrella Academy is more likely to get canceled because I don't think DC Universe has anything else right now. And it fit, I'll wait to pass full judgment on this until we see more of Doom Patrol. But, but the, I think it feels like Doom Patrol is doing the thing that Sabrina did where I think they already know that they've got season two on lock and season one is just set up. The difference, though, is that if Netflix can lose money on Umbrella Academy... But if DCU, if it's like everyone loves it, it gets good ratings, but like they just can't afford it anymore, it could get canceled just because of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like how like back in the day of a different HBO, Rome and Deadwood got canceled just because we can't pay for this shit. I think that's a situation where I think if, if Doom Patrol gets canceled, DC Universe goes away. I think that's the situation. It's like where a sign where it's like what happened with CISO. Like, yeah. Now all we can do is show this one Scooby Doo cartoon. And now they're gone. And it's crazy because CISO, all their shows look like trash. <laughs> yeah. So you don't even have money for trash looking shows. <laughs> How are you going to under budget the shows that you already have? <laughs> yeah, every single one of those shows was filmed on a GoPro. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, could DC Universe, though, make the switch to where it's just like character pieces of about characters that like have very few powers and no more? Because th- that pilot looked expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Warner Brothers putting a lot of money into DC Universe. They really want DC Universe to last, and Netflix has so many other things that I just right. feel like Umbrella Com- Academy. Oh, God, I almost called it the Umbrella Company. Could could <laughs> the fail. Umbrella Corporation. Yeah, the uh, Umbrella Academy could definitely fail because Netflix has other things they can go to. DC yeah. Universe, they really want it to last. Mm-hmm. There's no way that Netflix is making money on all the shows that they keep renewing. No, they make money when they get into a new country, and eventually they're going to run out of countries. So it seems like we might be all selling on this. Yes. I don't remember the original question, but yes. Will this go uh, like a ridiculous length, like Arrow has? No. No. Nothing can shoot that arrow as high. Yeah. I I don't think any of our shows should go that long. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. So that is it for Buy or Sell. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to be checking in with those and see who wins, and the winner gets $1 million. So fingers crossed for me. Now we're moving on to the main event where we talk even more about Doom Patrol. When you're down, when you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, we all need a little help sometimes, and you can help us. That's so saying the Beatles? Yes. In their hit song, Help Me Please, Rhonda? Help Me Please, Rhonda. You're my only hope? <laughs> Stop giving me flat tires. Parentheses, not the car kind. You keep stepping on my heels. Is that what Rhonda's thing is? Yeah, Rhonda, all Rhondas mm-hmm. fucking love giving flat tires. Like there's some sort of middle school bully named Devin. Well, they, uh, their name is Rhonda. Yeah. And they look at tires and they're like, oh, those are Rhonda. And so I don't want them to be Rhonda. So they flatten them. Because there can only be one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rhonda or Rhonda. And they've never walked in a rotunda. No. And just like that song reminds me that we also need a little help sometimes, Ryan. What are ways our listeners can help us? You could send us Beatles songs so we know what they actually sing. Now, I live in the Yesterday universe now. I don't know any Beatles song ever. Um, you can go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. You can make that your new Amazon bookmark. Order things from there. Yes. Let's do like a real quick rundown of every single thing that's on Amazon. Zip ties. I think that's it. They have everything from A to zip tie. <laughs> and it's a zip tie it's to zip, a zip ties. <laughs> so that's your new Amazon way. You can also go over to patreon.com slash your pop filter and get all kinds of extra little tidbits, bonus shows, articles, and farticles, and sometimes t-shirts. It's, your de- it's really your decision. How much is the tier where we just give you less content? 
Like, less content <laughs> than the person who is zero. $30 a month. That's, that's a pretty good deal. We'll give you less. We'll be in your ears and eye holes less. We'll pretend that we only do like one 20-minute podcast a week. That's every, and it's just solemnly reading the news. <laughs> I don't even know how to sound solemn. Uh, I think you do like, is that where it's like solemnly reading Born on a Breeding? Yep. Is that it? You know. <laughs> do we have any more commercials to do, Mike? <laughs> and finally help us out by rating and reviewing the very show you're listening to right now, wherever you get your podcast. Rate it, review it, subscribe it, tell your friends. Let us know you told your friends. Be a mensch. Let your friends let them know you told them. Bye. DC Universe's second streaming offering is here in the form of Doom Patrol. And I regret to inform you all that it is good. Brendan Fraser is a former NASCAR driver in brain and a rusty robot body. The guy from White Collar is a burned Air Force mummy. There's a lady with 64 personalities and another who is just the blob, like the 1984 version. And Alan Tudyk makes another appearance in one of our shows as the primary villain of that team. And the narrator for the show, Mr. Nobody. Taste buds, I ask you this. Has the team of ragamuffins partially lampooning the idea of impervious superheroes become old hat? Or does it still feel fresh and new when done well? I would say that... In a show that, in an episode that I liked, and I'm so stoked about, yes, and so much better than Titans. Oh God, it, that's a low bar, but it cleared it handily. You did pick the biggest problem, like yeah. I mean, they're they're weird. If superheroes have ne- had never existed, right. this is crazy. But at this point, like, stop saying that they're weird. Like it, it it's not weird. Just run with the story. About these characters that were weird. Because in the 1964, whenever it came out, the tagline was like, the weirdest superheroes you've ever met. Just pre- but like, move weirder, on. Weirder than Spider-Man or Batman? Like, it's not yeah. that much weirder. And, but, like, and then having... Uh, I thought that nobody narrated this. I fucking... I cannot, um, uh, why am I here? He just keeps pointing out, look how yeah. weird and losery yeah. they are. We get it, the, bro. And, so, and more than that is like bad Deadpool syndrome of, he said, more TV superheroes, just what the world needs. <laughs> yeah. and, like, uh, and then later it's like, oh, the critics are going to hate this show. Like, chill out. You're making a show that's a little fun. Don't kick yourself in the dick while you do it. Right. I think that is... It didn't bother me in this episode. Like, it actually... That narration at the beginning made me go, okay, well, at least they're not doing Titans. Like, I knew... I knew Alan Tudyk should have said that literally. Like, it's not Titans, Titans guys. I, like, I knew from his narration at the very beginning, okay, they're, they know what this show is, and they're going to have fun with it, which is all we ask of any of these shows. Don't be over-serious. But I do think if that continues, I'm not sure that I can stand a whole season of that. One episode was fine. The narrating, the way it started off, I was rolling my eyes. And then it started to get better as we went along, and I started to be okay with it until the critics line. Uh-huh. And then I just, I jump, I, I'm all in with Mike. That was just too much. It's cringeworthy, though. It is. I, I didn't respond as negatively to it as you guys did. But I also, I'm okay with a moderate amount of, let's just acknowledge that this is a show and we're doing it for what it is. Because I think that show's... It, rather than the thing itself, I think it at least shows that the writers of the show know what the show is, mm-hmm. and they're not gonna they're not gonna hurt me they the know, same way other other shows have. They know the tone that they want us to know, right? But what it shows actually is um, like a lack of confidence in the material because what this actually was was way better than all the other shows we watch. And so what we're into is the thing you're actually doing. You don't need to like 
mm-hmm. fall back on that mattress of, isn't this dumb? Yeah, look at what we're doing. You know? And it, and it also shows kind of that they know they're on the DC universe, like that, that they're on that channel, whatever the, the channel that they're on is. They're kind of showing off, like, we're not on a regular channel. We're not right. on CW. We're not anything like that. So we don't have as much confidence. I, and we have to introduce you to all of this other stuff that we don't really need to introduce you to at all. No. But yeah, in the meantime, like maybe that was in the original script when they knew that they were going to a shitty new streaming service. But what we're watching is something with incredibly high production values and a lot of talent, and it looks great. It looks good. So we don't... You cut that shit from the script. It, it looks good because uh, it's not all just like leather, green leather zaddy suits like most of our shows are. Uh, and it's all tactile. And most of the porn that we watch. Tactile. What's that word? What am I trying to... Practical. Practical effects yes. for right. the most part. So. I do you guys think that they had that stuff in there for the first episode and now that's what we're, yeah I guess that's I, what we're I hoping I hope they relax and I yeah. think I saw or heard something where the narration does not continue and that would be great oh okay I, I think I'm on board for that as well uh, so we we've covered sort of the you know poking fun of their own show bit how did you guys feel about the sort of middle section where it was sort of self-serious and all about Brendan Fraser's robot man dealing with like not having a body and all of that stuff. Like, do you want more of that in the show? Yeah, because the thing that I'm scared of, and we'll talk about this with Umbrella Academy, is two boring characters talking boringly. Mm -hmm. Um, But towards the end of the second act, uh, we got scenes like um, Robot Man and Crazy Jane just hanging out on a bench. And that that hit, that worked really well. They have a rapport and they're making me care. And then also in the first act, we got really well thought out, nothing like uh, world breaking, but well thought out intros to all the characters. So that when we hit the middle chunk of the story that needed to slow down a little bit, I was in. You know, I was in watching them build the big racetrack and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, garden in the bus and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I liked, I, I feel like I was bummed out by the middle portion because the first portion was like, oh, yeah, I loved Talladega Nights. And then the end portion was like them sort of gelling as the crew that we're going to have for the rest of the show. I felt like the middle portion went on a little long of like being like very really serious. And I was like, I I don't know that I'm that's what I'm here for. And if they do more like that, I feel like it is going to air towards Titans. More. Like when the guy from White Collar got the burn notice, lit on fire, yes. put on his suits, and went to see a monk. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that probably Royal will Pains. also mellow out. Brazilian Isles. <laughs> Psych. Uh, I think that I will think also Zillian mellow Isles out. Because it has the vibe of you. <laughs> Characters are definitely welcome Listen, on Rizzolian I read, Isles. I read every Wikipedia page for Rizzolian Isles as a Is bit. Is too scared to watch it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I, I think that will also chill out because so if, if the first chunk was like, look how wacky we're going to be, the mi- the middle is like, these are people? Even though they're ro- like robots and melting ladies and invisible men, they have their own problems, and here's what those problems are. I, I liked they. These are four characters, like the four main, that have very distinct worldviews, and but at no point were they like, "This is how I view the world." No, this is how I view the world. Which is every like you're describing the pilots of even really good shows. Yeah, and and it just be what what Brendan Fraser cares about, and then doesn't care about, and then how Matt Bomer who is the sexiest man alive and is just okay with being wrapped up this whole show. Yeah. Uh, he's he's not wrapped up. 
Oh, he is, he's a... Yeah, there's no way that... Like, he's probably done with the show forever. Yeah, like, Matt Bomer and Brendan Fraser... Did are now voices. Yeah, they did uh, one thing on yeah. set, right? I thought they just put them in fucking goof troop masks. No. no, I watched that and I was like, that's not Matt Bomer. There's no way that that man is in that. Y- even if Matt Bomer was all wrapped up, you would still be like, that's some handsome ba- oh, yeah, bandages. Oh, Yeah. But, but, like, so he is timid and can get pulled in direction by Rita more than anybody. So everybody has different loyalties to different members of the group. And even Crazy Jane, who I think a smart decision was not doing three intros, not doing Jane's mm. intro. Uh, I don't need 64 little intros. And But having her, the other two fucking hate her, but she worms her way into his heart. Like, all of that fucking, you're wrong, Taylor. You're goddamn wrong. The middle worked. I, the, I, the middle did not work. I just felt like it was my least favorite part of the episode. Okay, I guess I'll accept that. I thought the opening was my least favorite part of the episode. I actually liked the middle. I liked when I, I felt claustrophobic as Brennan Fraser's character in that episode. I felt like that was a really cool way of doing that and making that, me feel like crap. That bit I did like a lot. And the fact that the guy was reading a How to Weld book partway through. <laughs> Th- those bits get me. If the show keeps doing that, I'm on board. Guys, I have terrible news. What? I thought the third act did not work. I thought the first really? and second were perfect. I thought the third act felt like they, it should have been a two-episode like arc, mm-hmm. and then they jammed everything in. When they drive away on the bus, it felt like they they did it. Pulled a U-turn on the bus for no reason. Like There wasn't enough loyalty there. Now mm-hmm. donkeys are farting, and that should have been a whole other episode. Right. I'm not sure how Tudic fits in, and not in like a cool mystery way. Like I'm supposed to be in suspense. That was jammed together. Where I thought the first and first act and second act were perfect. There's no reason that they should have even gotten on the bus and gone with what uh, I forget what his name is. The, chief. The chief. Chief. There's no reason they should have gone with Chief in the first place. Mm-hmm. Just go with them into yeah. the town. Ta- there was no need for a we're all coming together moment. I can't believe we're doing this because they wanted we the moment. But we not, know. but did, like working backwards, they did not build to the uh-huh. moment. Yeah, it was all. all we could see what was coming. That that, that it. Feels like they read fucking save the cat, and they're like, okay, so they have to they have to separate so they can. But they have to run to the airport. Thirty seconds passed in real time for them, and he was like, oh, did, you guys were just getting the bus, right? I and thought you were on my side anyway. No one put up a fight. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody cared. Even Chief was like, don't do this. And well, it didn't move. Nobody did put up a fight. He does want to. I am going. I can already awful. tell. I am going to hate every episode that we discuss this show. Uh, so it, did you think that the fact that we all liked different parts of this episode differently, do you think that makes it a good show or do you think that we are all papering over bits and it's actually a bad show in disguise? I think that it, this was like in our upper tier of shows and like now we're sort of nitpicking, but like mm-hmm. overall as a whole, like the feeling that I had afterwards was fuck, I, I have to stop watching yeah. How many times do you right. say that after one of our shows? It's like if you compare this to a fucking Walking Dead, this is this is prestige television. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about farting donkeys. And it's about farting donkeys. And that part didn't it, it didn't upset me that much because I felt like they were like, this is the type of show we're doing. Like, let's just have a donkey that farts and it's gonna do skywriting. Like, why not? I I don't know if this is picking nits, but so you already have a bunch of people with like Weird powers they're trying to learn, and it's a slightly different tone than a lot of these shows. Is it weird that each of these characters are decades older than they look or should be? Why not just say, 
a few years have gone by. Yeah. Why sixty? Is this a Brendan Fraser fat joke? No, this Rita Farr is supposed to be like eighty right. years old. Why just and, have her not be? And and they straight up were like, yeah, Brendan Fraser has now aged like thirty years. Yeah. In that's this. the weirdest one. But I yeah. feel like that's going to matter because of his daughter. Yeah, She's got to be a character, right? right? But I don't understand the Rita Farr one at all. Well, well the, I guess I, then you get Catherine Hepburn voice. Yeah, I think mm. with the Rita Farr, they really wanted to do old school fifties B uh-huh. movie stuff, and they yeah. did do the Blob. The Blob actually came out. The eighty four one was a remake. Just so you know. Taylor. Oh no, I understand. They just used the the effects from the eighty four one. And I, I do think that I'm not familiar with either Blob, but I do think that a lot of those shots were supposed to. If you have seen uh-huh. them, it yeah. had that feel like look what we're doing. And then also, I think that she is going to figure out her powers. I think her, I know what her powers are going to be eventually mm-hmm. because Tudic said in the narration she's she's not like uh, Deborah Kerr. She's like this other actress that I've never heard of. And so I looked her up, and she started in Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Uh, so I think that's what she's going to be able to do later. And that's also – she makes sense because I do like – that. the Mid-Atlantic accent that is just dead now is yeah. my favorite accent. Uh, but everybody else the, – when it was Crazy Jane is also supposed to be like 50 years old. What, just, no, why? No one in the show ages, and I – are they going to explain that, or are they just like, fuck it? It's just weird. Yeah, it, I had that same question, because I was like, why Like, why do the conceit of having it be... Like, do they just want to have everyone from yeah. different eras? Going to have an entire episode dedicated to Brendan Fraser with dementia, like in season seven or eight, because his brain's aging, but his body yeah. doesn't do anything, <laughs> so it's just going to happen. I, you know what? I'd be all on board for that episode. And I think that I, this is not a defense of the show, I, but I think this is what happened is that they wanted to do all those intros in different styles. And right. so this way they got to do like the 80s movie, the mm-hmm. 50s movie. They got to do all that stuff. I, I cannot tell you how upset I was that the rest of the show was not that 80s movie because I've made my stance clear. All hoes are open for the 80s, but I, I'm okay with where the show's going. But I wanted that fucking. I wanted Brendan Fraser as a NASCAR driver the entire time. I really just wanted to watch. See, I was all about the fifties part, hits. where Rita Farr—that's her name. Yeah, uh, she can't be around a person without one arm. Like, there's a guy missing an arm, and she's like, "Oh, get him but away from." I him. had to rewind because I was like, "Is I, she racist?" And then no, she's like, "Oh no, no she's not, not racist. Talking, she's yeah. not talking about the black guy." Yeah, she's I also limbist. that is also what I thought, and I was like, "I must have misunderstood something. I need to figure yeah. something out." It, it, and so with that, so. She hates eyesores and then becomes one. Are all of their powers supposed to be like an ironic I think so, monkey's yeah. paw? Yeah. I think, but I, can't, I haven't quite figured all of them out yet. But it seems like that's what they're doing. Because like Matt Bomer, uh, he has to wear bandages on his face. The worst thing you can do to Matt Bomer. Because he's gay. Because <laughs> he's gay, yes. Because he was on fire. Uh, and did you guys, you, did you figure that out in the beginning of the episode when his, like, that one army guy was so... In a hurry to get to him? No, I. This, no, that's that's how army does. No, like, yeah, no, no, no. Army's <laughs> like somebody died. Uh, let's go find it. But one guy was like, "Let's get out there." So it's leave some men behind. <laughs> is the yeah. army's phrase? Leave one or two. Uh, some moments that really worked for me in the because I do think this was a great episode. But some little moments that really worked for me were I think Crazy Jane was a standout. Uh, her fuck off and die, Rita. Uh, line was great and then immediately after that she's like what kind of man stuff you got in there and Brendan Fraser just says cars (laughs) (laughs) yeah I like their dynamic is a lot of fun yeah I think they work really well and I think if the show can replicate that sort of chemistry with uh, Rita and Matt Bomer Mm -hmm. whose actual name I cannot remember uh, Larry 
Yeah, Larry. Who gives a shit about Larry? Uh, <laughs> Just but, in general. Yeah. Larry's are the worst. Ugh. But I think if they can replicate that, I think it will be good. All right, let's go around the horn. Final words. Mike? I'm looking forward to it. Real good, fun times. Uh, and Brendan Fraser, I do think, hits the heart and the humor. They need to lean. Everybody leans more towards him. This is all my final word. Fuck you. Because uh, he goes, I can't feel the pain. That's mighty shitty of you, Doc. And his, what do we do? Jane goes, human torture. He goes, we're not doing that. And is like panicked. Doesn't want to be a superhero. That's Nailed great. it. Uh, my Ryan? <laughs> my Ryan? <laughs> my Ryan. Um, I, I can't believe while watching this how much I started to even more hate Marvel Netflix shows. Yeah. Guys, they were fucking terrible. They're not good. I hate all of it. And uh, I can't wait for the rest of the season. Phil? This is probably a really bad thing to say on the Superhero Hour Hour, but this is the first time I think I'm excited about a superhero show ever. Listen. So I'm very excited. You're among good company here. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, we well, break you too. We broke Taylor. Yep. It just breaks everyone. Well, that is uh, all the time we have for Doom Patrol. Now we're moving on to talk about the taping. Well, now we're here in the tape pen. This is the part of the show where I get to do whatever I want. Are we going to have to put noodles on our head? Uh, yes, you are, but not today. That's Butter for later. Burnt. Well, this week, uh, I think the thing that we're going to do for the tape pen is, what if we just talked about the Umbrella Academy right now? Let's just do a segment entirely about the Umbrella Academy. This is the craziest tape pen we've ever had. It Wait. truly is. We're just going to talk about the Umbrella Academy. Do you, like, I have some thoughts. Do you care if I start talking about it? You know what, Ryan? I'm glad that you said that because... You're a piece of shit, but please go on. On one bitter winter day, 47 episodes of the Umbrella Academy were born at the same time as 38 episodes of the Doom Patrol because fuck us. The Umbrella Academy separates itself from the rest of the pack by being about an eccentric millionaire who adopts unwanted superheroes and has them all live in a giant mansion. Taste buds, I ask you this. Does the first hour of the Umbrella Academy do enough to keep you wondering what the answers to the mysteries will be? Or are you instead just wondering why anyone would ever turn off the Tiffany? I am hooked on the mysteries for now. If we go another full episode without some more answers, I think I might be falling off. But I, I enjoyed this episode. But yeah, I mean, I think if they gave us answers in the pilot, it would be like, you have fucking 12 episodes. What are you giving us answers here for? I don't want answers. I want better developed mysteries. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. th- I didn't care about any question that was up in the air by the end of this episode. It's, yeah, I, th- I think none of these are enough to hook me to. If any of the mysteries that were displayed... May I can off those mysteries? Yes. Okay, so there's 47 kids all born to non-pregnant women. Yes. I hope we do not get the origin of that. Uh, and the chief adopts Jesus. Them. It was Jesus fucked them. Probably Jesus fucked them all. He just ran a train, uh, one man train. Jesus man train raw. Okay, Mike, go, <laughs> keep going. Move forward. Uh, God is an incel. I want to put that on the record. Go ahead. There, that, buy that at popfilter.com. God is an incel t shirt. Is that Billy Corgan lyrics that you're doing again? <laughs> yeah. There's uh, So there's that mystery. There is somebody killed their dad, uh, and the mystery of the missing monocle is solved. Diego, the. Guy who's good at knives. That's his superpower. Yeah, he's he the, the cartoon of toxic masculinity. Uh, why they all... 
<laughs> Why the f- Diego just using a fucking umbrella, bro? Why they all hate each other is a mystery. Uh, number five disappeared years ago and shows up as still a kid. The world ends in eight days. Did I miss yeah. any mysteries? Number six uh, is number dead. Six. Yeah. Number seven. Doesn't got no mystery. powers. Doesn't have powers, but probably does, and we're going to find that out later. Is one of the best violin players of all time, but chooses to play Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I love that go. opening montage. I was yeah. like, is this is this Phantom of the fucking Opera? I'm glad that you guys <laughs> said that because I heard it and I was like, what the fuck is this? Why do I recognize this so vividly? The and then did not look it up. Academy is here. Uh, so I liked most of this episode. I think the. The uh, Istanbul, Constantinople, Constantinople. It's Istanbul. Fight. It is not Constantinople. It's not Constantinople. God damn it. It's, it's happening early, guys. This is why they changed the name to Istanbul. Nobody yeah. could say the other thing. But that fight scene was great. And if we get more stuff like that, I think this show has legs. I think if it's more intrigue amongst the middle of them, I don't know that I'm in because I don't think that they all have the acting chops. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, I just really didn't care what half the characters were talking about when they were talking. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest problem I had with Doom Patrol. I cared when they were talking. In right. this episode, it was just, oh, God, this is a conversation. Like, what's going to happen next? Please, something. There's the, a scene with um, the rumor, the yes. actress superhero. Rumor yes. Willis. Rumor Willis. And uh, the uh, druggy drunk guy. Vlad. Claws. I'm going to keep calling him Vlad. <laughs> yeah. Vladdy Claws. Uh, and they're just talking about their past and their present and their future. And oh my God. Like, you guys don't, the script doesn't have the chops and the actors don't have the chops to, like, do anything with this. Well, Still, you, you watch less of these shows than we do. What's your opinion on Klaus? Klaus just feels like a caricature. That's how I feel. And it's, it's really driving me. It drove me nuts because he was supposed to be the cool one. He was supposed to be the look at me. I'm like, yeah. Because like, he'll wear a boa sometimes. Yeah. And it, like he wore a skirt. A skirt. Yeah. It, it felt like they were selling him so yeah. hard. Why not just build in a fan favorite? Design yeah. it from the ground up. It, like, it felt like watching Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Played by Ezra Miller. Yes, that is That's, exactly what it we is. have on all of these shows. We have so many characters uh, that feel like they were written by guys who had seen Train Spotting once a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yes. Deadly Class has like two of these characters, and like, I I don't care. Like I don't find you charming or funny. Who's the other one? So there's Vlad, aka Klaus, uh-huh. and then who's the other Train Spotting? He's, he's, he's a Deadly Class. Oh, Has and this two. is sort of like how you're talking about Umbrella Academy still. No. I don't care what you say. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to reiterate that. But uh, I, Klaus, I want out of the show, and I hope mm-hmm. that he's gone soon, but I don't think he will be because it seems like he is our link to the characters who have gone and several of the mysteries. So that's a real bummer for me. <laughs> uh, how did you guys feel about uh, number one, who I will refer to from now on as the very big boy? It was hard for me because I'm imagining him as Dick and Tarly from Game of Thrones, Correct. and he just gets crapped on that entire show. And then to watch him be like the big tough guy, I I couldn't put it out of my head. He's I don't a, know why I couldn't do it. Good, he's I a very big boy. Didn't know where I knew that face from. Yeah, he was he was Dick and Tarly in uh, same head, smaller body yeah. in Game oh. of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. But no, I thought that he was okay. He was. Vanilla, right? Because he's sort of like the Cyclops. Yeah, he's supposed to be Jack yeah. from Lost. I don't know if you guys have seen Lost before, but like the reluctant leader type. Um, but like, I, I would take a scene with him and anyone over um, Klaus, yeah. Klaus or uh, Diego, because uh-huh. those are just so overwritten characters. I, I think I, I give Diego's overwrittenness a pass because it seems like they're doing it intentionally. Okay, I think that I would have more tolerance for Diego if it wasn't for the tick. 
but uh, okay. who's oh, yeah. the guy who lives in Danger Boat? Murder Face. What's his name? That yeah. guy is. Yeah, that guy is what they're trying to do, but way way funnier and well, better. Because yeah, okay, okay, yeah. he's supposed to be funny. Diego seems like his siblings know when he's around them. Even when his mask is off, he still has the mask on. He thinks this is what I'm supposed to be. But the show's not making it funny the way the Tick did. Mm. And maybe they should I, treat him like a sibling. If if I, one of us, because we're all brothers, right? We're mm. all siblings in this room. If one of us act like that, we'd be real mean to them about specifically the way you're acting. It, I think the show is making it funny. I don't think the characters are making fun of him as much yet. I do like, though, how uh, one and two got in a fight, which that's what all siblings and bodily fluids that's, do. My number one and my number two are always fighting. Who will win? Big, and, boy, big boy and Diego are yeah. one and two? Yeah. And uh, everyone's like, no, stop. Like, yeah. whatever. And then Diego pulls out the knives and then everybody's like, no, wait, yeah. hold on. That's on. too far, bud. And uh, he, number one, the very big boy got cut and it seemed like he had like Real long Sasquatch hair. Yeah, is I couldn't tell if it was bad CGI or if he's supposed to have like a hairy tumor. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> tell what was going. Like, is it's he, not a tumor? He's just he's just a very big boy. Uh, Mystery number seven, though. Yep. What's up with that? What's up? What's up with the what's very up big with boy? that? Um, tag yourself in the dance scene. I'm a combination of Ellen Page and uh, the very big boy. That's what I was gonna say, and you're not that. No. Well, no. Who do you think I? I, I okay. I think it, then it's a combination of Ellen Page and uh, number three. Then I guess who's number three? She's uh, the the fancy rumor. Lady. Rumor Willis. Yeah, rumor Willis. I guess then I would be number two. I would be Diego of like I uh, just barely know how to do it. Yeah. But for some reason this arm is moving and I don't understand it. Diego's the best at it. What do you mean barely know how uh, to do? it? Also, He's I'm so the best good. at it. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I at least favorite character. I'm definitely I'm Klaus. I know it's I'm gonna dance. You big and then I'm gonna fucking break things. It, it's a lot of like fa- like facial framing. Oh yeah, I Vogue, I pose. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. I was there one that was missed because I don't think so. But I think I would have to be Ellen Page, which is a shame because she doesn't really do anything. She just kind of stands there and moves her arms back and forth. But I think I do that and like yeah. close my eyes if I look like a badass and I just look like an <laughs> idiot. I I, th- I think that's the move though. I think it like she p- she pulls it off the best. I feel that's, like the, the things you're doing right now that she does is how I, I fuck. Maybe I'm, I think I'm doing that, and I've been told by every woman I've ever dated that I should just go stand on the. St- Sidelines, don't dance <laughs> outside you, of the club. Too many arms. You think you're a Diego, but you're actually yes. Page. I do in my head. I'm Diego as fuck. You just said you were Klaus. I'm Klaus, and Klaus no, is even I more. I said ridiculous. I don't want to be Klaus, oh. but I, I am. I don't want to Klaus. Um, you know what? Like the dance scene has a lot going on for it. First of all, um, nobody was thinking like, oh, we'll just use this, you know, song that everybody always uses. They went back and they got yes. the perfect song, and then there is the at least like sort of iconic pullback. To uh-huh. show the entire house. The dollhouse view, like, right. the room. And I think that's the biggest problem with the show is that um, it the production values and, like, the set design and all of the design, all of the art is great. But somebody gave the reins of a show to somebody who was just good at that mm-hmm. and yeah. not the character work. All right. Final words. Mike? The dance montage is great. The more they give us of that, the, it's good, the better it is. Ryan? If I got a cut, I think I might cut. Yeah. I see that. Phil? I won't watch it again. Wow, okay. That's a stronger... I wish we had heard more from you on that throughout throughout this segment. That is a strong p- position. I think I'll watch at least another two episodes and see how I feel. Oh, there is... there. We already can tell, too, that they're going to make the fatal flaw of staying in the present. Yeah. Whereas the past... Oh, I just want oh, the yeah. past. I want kids superheroes I, yeah, in I, school. Yeah, that That's scene so was fucking better. awesome. Uh, well, the Umbrella Academy is on Netflix all the time. We're watching it week by week. 
to check it out, you guys. Now we're moving on to the pull list, the part of the show where we talk about every other show that we watched this week. There are so many things out there in the world, and we make most of them. And I bet you want to give your opinion. <laughs> yes. Make sure that you're talking into the pop filter. So, studio audience, who's looking away for a second, or listeners, or guy in the back who was sneezing so he couldn't see. My pop filter fell off my mic, but I caught it and kept talking into that. Pulling the mic away from you. <laughs> I got confused and scared. Yeah, I know. If you're confused and scared, we're here to help. Not legally, we can't really help you or give advice, but reach out. At your pop filter on Twitter. What are other ways they can reach out to us? You can email us at contact at yourpopfilter.com. Let us know that maybe uh, these live reads aren't going well. Or, I don't know why we wrote this script like this. Or call our robot associates. Uh, or we're not doing that anymore. Don't call. Well, just for this last time, call yeah, one five six two Doctor DJ Pop. We're gonna take him behind the robot shed. Put a robot bullet in his robot brain. Wait, do you think that when they go out and kill? Dogs, they take them out behind a dog shed yes. made of dogs. Yeah. Dogs do shed though. Woof. In the Woof. summertime, Woof. Especially Roomba's if you going crazy. In Southern California, that's cruel. You shouldn't do that. Put I it know down. You think it's cute, but put that shit down. Take it behind the dog shed. <laughs> Kill it. Let us know. Let us know what? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Now we're here in the pull list. This is the part of the show where we talk about every other show that we watched this week. Kicking it off down on the creek bed of superhero television is The Walking Dead. This so wait, up. not all of the shows are on the creek bed, just The no, Walking Dead? Just The Walking Dead's on the creek bed. Well, Keep up, Mike. I Cha-cha. just handed Taylor a memo that said, hey, you hey know what? remember all the references? No, 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 no. <laughs> Start to call back. Cracking down. This week on The Walking Dead, we take a detour from all the other characters we've built up over the past three to seven seasons of television to focus on the backstory of Lydia, a character we've just met, and her mother Alpha, who we've never met, by talking to Henry, the child our heroes put in prison. Chase Buds, I ask you this. Do you think I still watched this show this week? Yes. I am going to sell. Okay. Uh, Phil, feel free to chime in here. Sell. All right, I did not watch the show this week because I, after last week, I was like, ah, it's in the middle. I looked up whether or not this episode was good, and everyone was like, eh. So you're not out. You're just going to do, you're going to cherry pick I, episodes? I, I skipped this episode. I think I'm going to check next episode once they've done this one-off. And but how see. will you understand what's going on, Taylor? Oh, no. It's such a complicated show. But I, I feel like a lot of the shit you like in your day-to-day, in your day job, uh, the rest of the world goes, eh. So it's weird that you would use the world as your barometer. I, I think I know this show well enough now after, mm. what, eight years of watching it? Too long. Yeah. That if if there's an episode where they stop doing all of the characters that we like and just talk about characters we don't like, I'm not going to watch that episode. There was that one where, um, who's the guy who went to Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead? Morgan. Uh, Morgan. Where Morgan was in the cage. Remember that uh-huh. one-off? Yeah. With so Drew the Carey's show has, brother. With Drew Carey's brother. The yep. show has that one episode. Otherwise, you'll probably be fine. And yeah. the pilot. And the pilot, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's it. My moment of the week was I didn't watch it. Good for you. Your <laughs> next show this week is Gotham. This week's episode of Gotham gives away a lot of the action with its ominous title, Ace Chemicals. Batman fans who don't watch Gotham already know that that means it's Joker time. Just before Jeremiah falls in the dip, however, he will throw some Thomas and Martha Wayne lookalikes at Bruce before hypnotizing Jim and Lee and threatening their lives. Speaking of Jim and Lee, they're back together. All of this and Penguin and Riddler figure out how to get out of Gotham, creating the ultimate subplot. Taste buds, I ask you this. 
Did you know Bruce's mom wore pearls? What? Is that how Jermaine? I thought that was a new part that this show added. Yeah. We're not Jermaine anymore. This is his brother, Jeremiah. So oh. he's going to become the Joker, yes. That but was quite the joke. The per- <laughs> Wow. The pearls are uh, integral to the plot, though. Like, yeah. They made a reason for the pearls. They hit the ground. The bomb goes off. Uh-huh. But he found the one pearl. And I was like, ugh. Uh, a great part of this episode, the whole thing starts off, is Jim gets off the phone, and he goes, unless something happens to destabilize Gotham again, this nightmare can end. And I'm like, oh, this shit's going to hit the fan. If you know you're a TV character, don't and I feel like Jim Gordon that. does, don't ever say anything like that. Well, there's a murder loose. I'll go upstairs alone. Let me ask you a better question. Um, are you buying this Jeremiah connection to Bruce? That he's in love with him? And wants to, like... Wants to be his main villain, even though Bruce isn't really a superhero yet. Because no matter, I don't care that they're two separate characters. Jeremiah is Jerome. And a bulldog. Yes. He's such a good friend of mine, Ryan. I know. He always let me drink his wine. Uh, It's interesting. It's an interesting take on the character. And I'm into that. I've missed a lot of the Jeremiah run. So I don't know if he's always been like that. But for him to be like... It, it was just an abusive boyfriend thing to say, and it worked for me. I wasn't there for the most important day of your life, so I'm going to be a part of it this time. I cannot believe how many abusive boyfriend-like things work on you. Like, that I'm is the key second, to our relationship. There's got to be a heart of gold somewhere. i got to dig in and find it. I can fix him. Yeah, they took a big leap. They just skipped a bunch of stuff because there's five episodes left, and this uh-huh. is what we want to do now. Did he blow his wad, though? Because he fucked with <laughs> Bruce... And he like he's back in Wayne Manor. He has the the plastic surgery parents now. Alfred is hypnotized because it's very easy to hypnotize the world. And Bruce is like, "What's going on?" And Alfred's like, "Oh, ask him." And and he's like, "Oh, this is what's happening." I'm like, "You should have fucked with him most of the episode before being like, I'm fucking with you." That's how you fuck with somebody. And then in the meantime, this episode was Bane free. Yeah, which means that we're gonna have to take more leaps later to get Bane up to the point where they want him to be. Oh, really? I'm assuming, because there's, what, four left? Yeah. And he's going to be the big bad of those four? That sounds like he's going to be a bane in the ass. Moment of the week, Mm. Mike? Uh, Ed and Penguin are convincing Barbara to come with them and not kill Penguin. And he... unfold. She's like, you know a way off the island? And he unfolds a blueprint that's obviously a submarine and goes, it's a submarine. And he says it so sassily. It's fucking great. Ryan? Uh, My moment of the week is... uh, just weeks after we got the big Jim and uh, Barbara kiss. Uh-huh. Um, now Lee and Jim are about to get back together, and Lee slaps him really hard and then says, you know what? Everything's fine. And then they kiss. Now the they're back together. The slap kiss was fucking awesome. And I think that we should integrate that into our lives. Like, if you're pissed, get a little slap out of your way, and then just get back to normal. A, a golden why I believe Jerome is in love with Bruce is he's making Alfred's making his favorite food from a kid and him him just laughing and be like, Come on, Bruce, it is a weird favorite food for a twelve year old. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, you have a crush. I will take some time out of being a supervillain to just let you know you're a lame nerd. Gotham is on the Fox Network on Thursday nights. Your next show is Runaways. On episode 210 of The Runaways, the drama of Molly being kidnapped is immediately thrown away in favor of team infighting as everyone feels differently about working with and or going against various crooked cops. Meanwhile, Old Lace is getting sick and I hate it. Oh no. Taste buds, I ask you this. Is an episode sans Jonah freeing Runaways of plot and leaving a dramatic sandbox for them to play in, or is this shiftless and meandering without a true big bad? Well, they gave us a wall. Uh-huh. A corrupt cop. Yes. So that's who they, at least they fought for this episode. And it was weird because AWOL is so young. And 
like in TV shows, corrupt cops are old. Like they they tried to be good cops and then they just found out they couldn't. But it seems like this guy went to be a cop to be corrupt. Well, yeah, I think they'd said that in this backstory. He yeah. was just like on the block, and then Flores was like, "Hey, you want to do that with a badge? You want to just be a cop?" Um, but AWOL is a lot to take. Yeah. AWOL is so his name's AWOL. Yeah, I mean Sergeant AWOL is a weird name, but um. Alex can just go up and say, like, all right, chill back yeah. the nuts, bud. Because everything he says is just amped to 11. So, and it's uh, a lot. His henchmen just go, ha, 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 this guy. Uh, but, yeah, going back to the first thing you said, um, we talked a lot last week about uh, Molly's capturing uh-huh. and what that would be Seems like. It would be a huge deal. It was five seconds, and it that's, was awesome. That's what I, that's what I said. Yeah. I got it wrong. Yeah, I was like, it seems like she can just break out of there, and I'm glad to know that I was right. That's all. They and went. They went back to get her, and she was just holding the bad guy above, <laughs> yeah, her, above her, head. and they all had a laugh, like it was the end of a '90s sitcom, <laughs> and then that was it. And then the credits happened, and then the show continued. I, I really, everybody just kind of hanging out. Both parents and kids worked for me. I like hangouts, and these characters we've said like just slow down. Even though they had a wall, it's like they knew they're like, well, it's not an alien with powers; so you could kill everybody. Yeah. Let's just laugh and have a good time. Right. And they're mingling. They're making up. They're fighting again. Alex is pissing fucking everybody off. And even, like, every superhero long enough says, oh, I'm not going to tell any more secrets. And then he says that in this episode, in the next scene, he's like, okay, don't tell my friends this to his girlfriend. And she goes, you just said no secrets. He went, I met between the two of us. But also the girlfriend says, also, this is a stupid secret. Yeah. Like, don't do this one. I know you want ratings or drama. I don't know what's going on. but uh, That's this his is, superpower. This is insane. Needing drama. Uh, do you guys have moments of the week? Caroline mm, and Nico make up, and uh, at the end, she's she's like, and I hope you have a good night, and Nico goes, and to you, and salutes <laughs> her, and it was fucking adorable. Uh, Ryan? My moment of the week is Alex is trying to get them out of the situation, but he can't because he sucks, so Nico stands up. Nico's the best, and uses her <laughs> wand and says, pause, so all the uh, bad guys freeze, except for their eyes. They can look around and see how they are just frozen now. And that was a nice little touch. Nico should have said, pause except for eyes. But that's fine. We don't need to nitpick that. Yeah. Well, Runaways is on Hulu all the time. We're watching it week by week. So keep watching. There's a few more episodes to go. Your next show this week is Fox's The Gifted. On this week's episode of The Gifted, Lauren can't use her powers when it matters most. So it's up to Caitlin to save the day. Meanwhile, Reva reveals her plan for the future. And it's way more fucked up than anyone could have thought. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Are you guys ready to watch what could be the last episode of this series next week? Yes. If it means that it's actually over, I I will watch that as penance. What if during this week it gets picked up? Fuck that. I won't watch it. I I won't watch next week. Oh, I love a good Taylor protest pout. (laughs) That's that's all I can do. You're going to turn it on, turn the TV around, and not watch it. That is all I can do to this show. By the way, Ryan, did you know who any of those characters you just read in that paragraph? Sure. Lauren's always like, hey, I'm Lauren. But Caitlin's like, that's not how Caitlin's do things. You know how they do. Classic Caitlin line. Fair enough. Uh, the Gifted is on Fox on Tuesday nights. Tune in next week when we're going to be talking about it as the main event. Your next show this week is Deadly Class. On this week's episode of Deadly Class, Marcus and Maria's new secret relationship is tested by the fallout from Chico's death. Maria decides to not take her medicine anymore because she's feeling great, goes off the deep end, almost ruins that secret, and then says Psy wants her boyfriend. And Brandy keeps sucking because she's white trash, racist piece of shit. Brandy, taste buds, I ask you this. We always say we like our characters to hang out and get to know each other. But for an episode that didn't really have a plot, did you like the characters just hanging out and getting to know each other? I would have been 
uh, I would have been like uh, more ready for this if it wasn't following Vegas, mm-hmm. you know. But we did go back to normal deadly class after Vegas. Was it always going to be that way after the Vegas episode? I think so. Yeah, but I didn't know it would it would fall this far. This was not a bad episode, but it was uh, so much closer to the first four, uh-huh. and then this five, the fifth one is just the bi- the biggest bummer is that it felt like it, this episode forgot that Billy and past Billy? the first grade. Billy and Willie? Are those really their yeah, names? Billy and Willie. <laughs> Billy and Willie. One, it's a bummer they're not best friends. Uh, that they're now part of the main crew. Because they are both just like had a scene or two. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, compared to what the B crew is. I yeah. mean, like that Colin Farrell, Klaus from Umbrella Academy guy was not in the episode at all. Right. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. And he just Pet- wasn't here at all. Petra's barely there, but she says like, I won't tell your secret. Yeah, just because she, she wants more scenes in the next <laughs> episode. Please, I'm important now. I know the things. Uh, did did so? Billy has had some problems. He only got a couple scenes here. His his plot worked for me more than any other thing of he at all. He now still is in love with Petra, but has decided he's going to play hard to get by hitting on the dominatrix teacher. Mm-hmm. That shit doesn't work the way that you think it will. No, like that always backfires. She shoved a riding crop up his butt. Do um people with uh things like bipolar ism uh-huh. uh go off their meds? In real life, as often as they do on TV, probably have not. You, have you seen Kanye tweet? <laughs> Is that what's going on there? Was he ever yes. on his meds? He he fully has said, "I am off of my meds from bipolar because I think I make better art that way." But for how many people has it? Oh, that was a good decision. I'm really glad that I did that. Oh, it's never good. But no. but it is. It's it's people are like, oh, I'm doing real well now. I don't need this. Not being like, I'm doing well because of this. Mm-hmm. It's just a. I take my vitamins every morning. You take that every morning. We also have so many shows now that like um, you're the worst and crazy ex girlfriend that mm. show these uh, issues in a real way. That it felt a little forced and quick. It yeah. felt more like uh, we need a twist and we don't really know what we're doing. Her the, the jealousy between her and Sai and her shoving it in her Marcus in her face because of that worked way more than because she's off her meds. It, I I liked getting to know her more and seeing her comic book flashback story. But that does not jive. In the meantime, though, the other leg of the triangle, the Saya Marcus stuff, mm-hmm. I cannot believe how subtle they are playing this. Like, I'm unsure what's going on between them in like the most interesting way. You're into it, yeah. Like you, you it's all looks and tones. You and famously great. think she was the weakest, Saya. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that she plays cool girl too mm-hmm. often, and the screenwriters just aren't up to that. But the two of them together, like, I really don't know. How much she likes Marcus or yeah. is jealous of Maria. I don't know where her like true emotions lie. The scene where Maria shot an arrow at Marcus's face. Uh, I also didn't know if they were about to kiss or if they were just talking about the shit show their life is currently. Was that Maria's arrow? Was that Cupid's arrow? We don't know. No, oh. it was Maria's. It was Mar- no, yeah. oh, okay. Well, do we have moments of the week? Ryan? My moment of the week was, and this could only work in, if the show has been doing a good job of building up its craziness, but the big twist was that the leader of the school... Uh, has a normal suburban life with like a wife and a daughter. And like that was the big yeah. thing they went to the credits on. Uh, mine was there's been this subplot been in this episode about the fighting teacher who's just like a dude who wears a tracksuit and Madame Gal, like I guess the dean of students. Who was also on Daredevil? Is this, this our second Madame Gal that we have? Yes. This is her origin story. She's much younger in the 80s. Uh, Everyone was. Because he, he, it's like atypical fights. Like you're supposed to pretend you're hanging out and then you get attacked and it's how well you deal with it. And he goes, congratulations. You just got attacked by a generic gang of ninja dudes. And uh, that made me laugh because half the fucking shit we watched that happens in and to have it worked. He, I like that character. 
Well, Deadly Class is on the Sci-Fi Network on Tuesday nights. Your next show this week is Supergirl. This week on Supergirl, John and Kara pursue a new case as private investigators, which runs into Alex's case on the trail of Vina, I, I mean, uh, Menagerie. And Alex is realizing that maybe her memory has been messed with. Meanwhile, Lena gives up into the it's info to the government and then breaks up with James? Question mark? And Nia debuts as date dreamer and invites Brainy to a Valentine's Day party. Taste buds, I ask you this. Did you stop Should taking we call your medication? Fuck. Uh, does reading summaries of Supergirl episodes also give you a stroke? I think it, it's funny when you have a pre-written joke of saying something wrong and then you blow it because you say every word after that wrong. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it really, I fucked up literally everything about that and did not watch this episode of Supergirl. <laughs> Supergirl's on the CW on Wednesday nights. Real quick, uh, Phil, do you have a moment of the week for what Taylor just did? I, I like the did, did, did there was the part with the D's that was funny because you did, did not you, mean to do that at all. You just all. said didgeridoo. Yeah, <laughs> you just said didgeridoo. Because that's what he was hearing at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all the time we have Super Gold. Your next and final show this week we'll see. is Netflix's Marvel's newly canceled The Punisher. Rest in peace. On the fifth episode of Punisher Season 2, Rachel teaches Frank about three-card Monty, but Donnie gets mad they're still where she brought them, and Billy finds a drinking buddy. Taste buds, I ask you this. Does giving Billy's doctor issues make her more three-dimensional and compelling, or is it an eye-rolling distraction from characters we'd rather spend time with? Yeah, see, this is close but way worse than the Maria bipolar thing from Deadly Class. Mm -hmm. It's time, it's quality time spent. Yeah. It's not just throw in a thing. It's not open up the, uh, what's that big book of... Uh, the DSM? Yeah, it's not open up the DSM to a random page and throw that at a character. Especially, at least bipolar is a real thing, uh... Cutting is not? Cut yourself and go stare at a window and fall down. I don't... It's the second... Cutting is real. Well, it's, they gave her cutting and vertigo in the yeah. same scene. That's a <laughs> yeah. lot. Like, fucking Peter, like, give us a new disease thing she has every fucking episode. Yeah, that was a lot. And yeah, so no, they have not... All they did was take time away from characters that I sort of cared about already. And her, like... You got a Harley Quinn scenario. You're the doctor. You're falling in love with your patient. I don't know if I need to know more of her backstory. Like, we don't know more about Curtis, who's a tertiary character. That's fine. They don't upgrade her to main character and give her issues. She's just hanging out with Billy. That's fine. It's just backwards writing. It's, you've heard that this is what good shows do, and so you throw it in without figuring out, like, why right. or how good shows do it. Opposed to just, like, time hanging out with characters we want to. Like Rachel. the three-card Monty. Yes, that's exactly. You've read my fucking mind, Ryan. Uh, them I just hanging out. Happens. They're so different, and they're talking about this game, and they're being goofy in their different specific ways that they're being in the world. And the show saying what the show is going to be is Rachel saying, don't play, and Frank goes, I have to. Yeah, and I really like that because I think we talked about this with Runaways a week or two ago where it's, all, it's just like if somebody has an idea or a life theory, everyone immediately says, all right. It was like first one to say it uh -huh. as opposed to saying, Actually, that might not be great, or that's not what I agree with, because here's how my character would work. Right. They both lay out their characters in, like, in not obvious ways. And it's that she laid it out for him. She's like, the, sta the deck is stacked against you, but you still think you're going to win. He's like, yeah. He's like, you're not going to. The, low might, the bar might be so low for Punisher that I'll just take that conversation, uh -huh. but I thought it stood out and was awesome. Well, that was awesome. There's so much dumb shit, because not only did we get uh, the doctor thing, we also got... Uh, Father John is a self-flagellator, 
Can't just be normal religious crazy. Also has to do that. Thanks, guys. I'm a self-flatulator. Like, I will Dutch oven oh, all fucking day. day. Yeah. And I know a lot about you now that I know that. Well, you're also Dutch oven with me, so... Yeah. do you? Let's, can we go Dutch on this? <laughs> do you enjoy it as much as I do, or... Or is that just a fake smile that you're giving me in the middle of the Dutch oven? It's funny because they say you like your own brand. Right. And our brands are so close to each other mm-hmm. in every way. So I'm liking yours more and more. Well, we both time. eat each other's farts. That's our entire yeah. diet. All right. So. I'm cutting this off. Moments <laughs> of the week. Mike. Uh, Frank goes out, beats up a bunch of Russians at a gym, uh, comes back to the apartment. And Rachel goes, how'd it go? And he just, covered in blood, gives two thumbs up without a smile. And that made me fucking cackle. That's also mine. So real quick, I do want to point out the gym fight. I think... Jackie Chan taught me this when I was a kid. If you're going to fight somewhere, do it in like a specialized place with a lot of props and uh-huh. then use those props. And I don't care where you are. If you're in like a paint store, hit people with paint cans. All right. That's all of the shows that we've gotten to. The Punisher's on Netflix for however many episodes it has left. There's never going to be any more, so just watch it whenever. It's done. It's fine. Do your duty. Yeah, do your duty to this country and the Punisher. What are you, a communist? Watch the Punisher. I fully am a communist. Okay, then don't watch the Punisher. All right, I'm not going to do it. That is all the shows that we watched this week. Next week, we're going to be talking about the possible series finale, but definite season finale of The Gifted. So tune in for that and find out, is it going to get picked up in between now and the next recording? I fucking, I fucking hope not. Sell, 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 sell. That'll be one less show that we have to watch for the rest of the time. But in the meantime, for Ryan, I'm Taylor, for Taylor, I'm Mike, for Mike, I'm Survivor Phil. Hey, Phil, give us some more information about where we can find you on stuff. So if you want to find us, we're on YouTube. That's actually our main thing. But we're also on iTunes. But YouTube, you can look at our faces. And yeah, that's not bad. I really want to advise, if you haven't seen Phil's face, he's a handsome dude. Go to YouTube. Check out this dude's face. It's a pretty face. And I want to look at it while I listen. Handsome dude for a fat baby. Who is your (laughs) uh, partner? Uh, Alexa. And And how's that face? Very good. If you were going to go to (laughs) iTunes because you didn't trust Taylor, go to YouTube because of Alexa. Yeah, Alexa, play play YouTube. Uh, I don't know how Alexa works. That is all for us. Goodbye. That's it. Show time to be. No, no, Mike, let this play out. When the baby grows up and look who's talking. This is every Ray Charles song. He made a dumbass, like, show ender and forgot it, so now the show can't end anymore. We have to be. Can you imagine our Groundhog Day? Oh, God. we're just recording this particular. Well, now episode. we know it, so we sing it with them. We're playing the dice, and he just comes everywhere. And put it the dog in the baby's boulder. I like to drive through the store, and I need tricks. But only, only the left Twix, because I'm, I'm not a right Twix person. Yeah, see, we know this. Ow. 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 <laughs> that hurt me.
more nuanced than my uncle's uh, new wife. See, that's not going to make sense to anybody who heard it. Don't record it. I guess not. Don't record it. That's always your fucking advice. Don't record it, says Ryan. <laughs>